and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. Well, today the intergalactic intrigue concludes with the exciting finale to Murder on the Huddleston Ferry, the excellent miniseries by our friends with Dry Soak and Whispers out of Portland, Oregon. Over the past two weeks, we've seen diverse and conflicting intergalactic forces collide on a luxury space liner for a trip no one on board will forget anytime soon, and hope you enjoy the concluding episode of Murder on the Huddleston Ferry. I'm Emil Song, Special Detective, an often unsanctioned warrior for justice in the ever more corrupt capital of a galactic civilization. I'm an outcast, a telepath, my only edge, as I battle for truth through spiderweb veils of dry smoke and whispers. In parts one and two of Murder, Song and Henchard must contend with three opposing groups. The Sons of the Assigned, a lethal occult society led by a fearsome man of power, Kyrick Elion, a band of droids who are the only survivors of the dispossessed Sultanate of planet Naljapur, and the ever-plotting underworld Spider King, Markori Deedwick. For past crimes against their homeworld, the droids have attempted to assassinate both Deedwick and Kyrick Elion. Song has put himself in the line of fire, and even as he attempts to end the bloodshed, he may well become the next murder on the Huddleston Ferry. Algiver, guide me now. Where is the door to the cargo bay control room? Song was right. I sense the sun's at hand. There is no one here. No. There is. I feel Just as Song suspected, one of the sons cloaked by a spell of the Dark One. Where is the control for the loudspeaker? Tristina. Tristina must know she has been used. Ah, here. Tristina, my sister, do not fire on these innocent men. It was an agent of the assigned in his control room that attacked you. Stay your wrath. Duval is dead. I claim sanction on the infidel above. Hold him for me. His blood is mine. Farkir, behind you. Die, you Nalpurian hut dweller. Gravik lunged at Farkir with a huge dagger, but Troyd responses were too fast for him. Farkir slammed a metal fist into Gravik's chest. You! Me! Die! Order of evil! Farkir! We come! Emil Song! Sanction is delayed! Ah, uh, Deedwick? You owe me another high-ranking chess piece. Oh. Oh. 
It would appear I owe you my life once again. But I have that chess piece for you, Song. Listen to the message on this device. I had no way of reaching you sooner. I, I only pray that with this diversion, it does not come too late. There was no mistaking the Shadow Man's voice, or his message. And now, I understood the Nak cipher as well. To fail at one is to fail a second time, at great cost. Markori was saved, but at what higher price than the sacrifice of my partner and closest friend? Somebody help me! I can't turn on the lights! Professor! Professor! With telepathy, I came in contact with the... the entity inside, but it sensed me, and a violent psychic bolt threw me across the hall. Uh, allies of the Overseers, don't let me be too late! through the door inside. Some thing is, is in there with the professor. Anton, try your telekinesis on the door. briefest of seconds, I saw spasming red flesh, but even as the light entered, it imploded, raining, raining thick, now lifeless matter, down onto the corrupted room. gone through a terrible shock. So what happened? 
What got past our defenses? A rune slayer, Anton. Straight out of the hidden times. A remnant of a once living being that desires to be a living being again. And so, tries to subsume the living. But it can only exist in total darkness. Any light banishes them. It returns to the lightless chamber to which it's enslaved by its master. But how did the Slayer end up here? It's called casting a rune, a piece of parchment inscribed with incantations, slipped in some sly way onto the person of the victim. The Slayer comes to whoever bears the rune. The book! My book! Kirik picked it up when we were in the bar. He must have slipped the rune in the book and neither of us saw. And now the book is missing. After we got the professor to safety, I I turned his room upside down. It, it wasn't there. If the rune is still intact, it, it can be passed on yet again. The rune could be cast again, either on the professor or on one of us. Made desperate by the overwhelming power of their enemies, the Nalshapurian Troids are driven to a final regrettable measure, one that would alter the fates of both foes and friends. I grow soft. One of the sons, one of their leaders, and he escaped me. Rigadar, they have powers that mere mortals do not possess. You must not blame yourself. There is only one way now to succeed in our quest. We must destroy the leadership of the sons. But they are on board. It grieves me. But I fear it is time to employ the Novus Temporum. Oh, Farkir. But will the death of Kirik stop the juggernaut of the sons of the assigned? Oh. I wonder at what point we become our enemy. I hear your words, but we must send a clear message to the creator of Solaria. We must make people aware of the price being paid by two planets for this new convenience. The destruction of the Huddleston now will put an end to the use of Solarium for interstellar flight for the foreseeable future. You're sure the lifeboats are operational? We don't want civilian casualties. I will set the bomb for a three-hour countdown. We will give them enough time to evacuate the ship. I remind the Dajarina we did not start this battle. Our cause is just. But by any means? And what if this plan fails? What of your faithful oath before the All-Giver? My brothers are dead. If I fail to avenge them, then surely I must give my life to be by their sides, in the bliss of Purkari. By the oppressors and the All-Giver. I fear I will have no one left when this is through. But we will do as you counsel. Trigger the Novus Temporum. Set it for this nightfall. It cannot fail, for they will ask where, when they should ask when. Now, events move swiftly to a dark conclusion. Leaving the professor under Anton's care, I rejoined Andrea, just as the shipwide alert sounded. The great solarium drives on the Huddleston slowed and stopped. 
Commander Voyage, what's happening? Uh, attention, passengers. I apologize for what has been less than a successful vacation voyage. We've uh, just been informed that due to technical difficulties, we must temporarily leave the Huddleston. Uh, you can't be serious. Really? That's what they told me. That's it. Oh, well, do what you can. Oh, blast. Security and ship personnel will guide you to your assigned evacuation stations. We will update you as soon as we have more information. Captain out. Master Song, I'm glad you are here. We are in serious trouble. And when I tell you why... Commander Volyache, I have been told to report to you, though it hardly seems appropriate now. And what is that supposed to mean? Oh, then the great Special Detective Emil Song hasn't heard. The Najaporian Troids have planted a solarium bomb on the Huddleston. They say it can't possibly be found until it's too late. You must all be going mad. There's no bomb on this ship. I've had it monitored since we boarded. Oh, that makes me feel better. A vigilante gumshoe and a Nalpurian security commander, clearly in sympathy with these terrorists, proclaims there's no danger? Well, here's the next little bombshell. Central operations reports none of the lifeboats are in operation. The entire launch protocol has been sabotaged. Those droids did this, and I hold both of you responsible. I am ashamed. How could they? Commander, Andrea, your kinsmen, are not responsible for the sabotaging of the lifeboats. There's another agency on board responsible for that. That's not what the Quintocracy will report. When a civilian cruise ship becomes a supernova in deep space, the survivors have played right into our enemy's hands. And all from Najapur will pay the price. They will say my entire planet is the breeding ground of civilian murdering terrorists. You're right. That's exactly what they'll say. The Naljapurian Troids successfully departed the Huddleston, but they were about to learn that they had been pawns in a greater strategy, one designed to achieve exactly the opposite of all they had hoped for. Brigadar, evil news! From all reports here, the bomb detonates in half an hour. The lifeboats and cargo bays on the Huddleston have been sabotaged. No one will escape. Everyone on board will die. What? We are betrayed. Kirik himself must have access to the bomb. Oh, the sons have framed us for a purpose. Almost Japur will be blamed. Our enemies have won. Kirik gives the Karo Tano the fatal twist of the knife. Brigadar, we must stop this! Too late. There is no way to halt the bomb once set in motion. There is nothing we can do. What am I hearing? My brother! My brigadier! You wish to fight a war? Without taking life? Trestina, we vowed a war would be with the oppressors, not with those living under them. There is no lesson without loss of life. What have we seen since the battle? 
50,000 died in Jakari alone. Does the average citizen of the Quintocracy care that our planet is enslaved? That so many of our comrades and family and loved ones have been swept away, sacrificed for their comfortable way of life? They sense the truth, but they don't care. They never will care unless we make them care. Unless we take from them everything they've taken from us. Professor, I'm so sorry this happened. No one could have expected this. Not even Song. Do you... feel something? There's a... a presence. There's... someone in the front room. Do not fear. I'm going to lock the door to your room. You will be safe. I know you're here. You will not harm the professor. Your telepathy will not avail you now, divided one. Say goodbye. Oh, Faith, the book. The rune. The power's down. The lights have gone out. Total blackness. Oh, sweet mercy of the one. You are. This was my darkest hour. I felt certain only one thing could save us. The strange orb device the Shadow Man had given me after the Catacomb of Mirrors. No openings? No markings? What is this thing? Let's try telepathy. One minute to temporal displacement. Two minutes to detonation. Of course. I didn't find a bomb now because it was planted back in the past. It was on the Huddleston of, who knows, weeks or even months ago. This device must be a... a Time machine. Take me to the location of the bomb. Through one of the Shadow Man's infamous portals, the device he gave me sent me to the location of the Solarium bomb, just as it transported onto the Huddleston of the present. It was a gigantic sphere, jet black, four feet in diameter, on four rocket fin legs. Novus to creation. This thing is huge. I don't see any opening for a control panel. I can't find a way into this thing. 
90 seconds to detonation. Anton? The room slayers taking Anton. He's dying. Stop it, Saul, please. I can hear him in my head. You can't save everyone. Choose your battles. Oh. Forgive me, old friend. Gods above, if I don't stop this bomb, everyone dies! 30 seconds to detonation. There's no way in! I can't disarm this thing! It's all been for nothing! Must I show you everything, so you can't disarm it? Use the device and send it elsewhere. Elsewhere? Call me the jester, jack of fools. And I know just where to send the freaking thing. Fortunes of the superior go with the next. Assigned of the conjunction. As they prepare the way. With seconds to spare, I transported the solarium bomb under the conjunction. We would finally win one major strike in this unholy war. Three, two, one. you, Anton, Dewan, Mavrapur, and make Kirik Elion rot in the deepest pits of hell. But I had not reckoned with the mystic powers of Kirik Elion. He found me almost instantaneously, appearing right in front of me, out of mist and fog. Revenge begets revenge. What have you done? I knew I should have killed you both. Up above both of us, something appeared. I had the impression of huge black wings, a swallowing darkness. With a twist of my gut, I knew. This was what was left of my friend, of Anton, transformed by the Rune Slayer into some netherworld being, one that was bent on destroying Kirik Elion. What is this? 
Captain Tonai, I command you. <laughs> I am your thrall no longer. By the light and by the void. No! Killing alien and that which is within, you have forgotten the true face of eternity. Let us taste it together. No! <laughs> they fell down, down into a bottomless abyss, a black hole that had opened up in the middle of the bay. And then the portal closed. Both my enemy and my friend were gone. A plumber. A carpenter. I don't know. Freaking holophone solicitor. No. Wanted to be a detective. Yeah. Freaking special detective. Anton, Anton, what happened? The one time I know something before you, and I wish I didn't. I'm sorry, Song, but Kirik Elion had addicted Anton to Damon's dust. He was a double agent for the assigned. Faith, no. Then Anton didn't even know what he was doing for Kirik. The dust turns you into a schizophrenic, and you don't even remember what you've been told to do. Well, that explains a strange episode in the anti-gravity room. The repressed part of Anton couldn't take action against Kirik directly. But when his name was mentioned, or after he was in Kirik's presence, his anger surfaced in telekinetic explosions, almost like a poltergeist event. Anton loathed being controlled. Ah. So when he was translated by the Runeslayer, the buried part of his persona must have all but exploded with hatred for Elion. Anton became the dominant spirit, bent on destroying his enslaver. One last thing still puzzles me, though. With all the means at Kirik's disposal, why try to kill you with a rune slayer? My, two in one night. Interrogation song. You said it yourself. I, I researched this while I was convalescing. When a rune slayer takes a victim, it passes within, absorbs everything, identity, memory, every last element of the victim's being. But the host body never survives the invasion. So the Runeslayer returns to its master, and if the master has the power, he can learn everything the victim knew 
down to the last cellular memory. Horrifying. Well, on the side of order, the conjunction is out of commission, at least for now. And if Kirik is truly gone, at the least, Anton achieved what no one else could. To Anton, the valiant and the brave, may his spirit find peace. And someday, the rest of the galaxy as well. Join us next time for another edition of Dry Smoke and Whispers Holodio Theater. Dry Smoke and Whispers Holodio Theater is a production of Transdimensional Media and is copyright 1980 and 2004. Original audio play by Gerald McQuinn. Featured in this episode were Mark Hamoyun as Farkir, David Loftus as Grubbick and Shen Gaze, Sam A. Mowry as The Shadow Man, Eric Newsom as Kirik Iliam, Chris Porter as Anton Jorda and Odratheus, Jan Powell as Kalal, Daria Ruggles as Andrea and Tristina, and Mark Tui as Lieutenant Marks. Additional voice characterizations by Holly Neuenschwander, Susan Zeitlin, and Mark Rose. Original music by Kyle Gauss. Sound design by Zarin Loudly. Find out more at drysmoke.com. For QBS, this is Drake Hannaby, signing off from This Dimensionality. And again, that was the conclusion of Dry Smoke and Whisper's Murder on the Huddleston Ferry, part of a massive universe of audio adventures they've produced. Uh, head to drysmoke.com to hear more. And next week, it is Begathon here at WMPG. And uh, for those who aren't in our local listening area, that's the uh, local fundraiser uh, where we'd like to uh, get on the air and beg for your money. We will be revisiting the live production we produced last time, uh, though I may be featuring a special treat for podcast listeners, maybe kicking off the Halloween Horror Fest early. And the aptly titled Robots in the Studio, What Happens When uh, Exiled Space DJs Crash into an Otherwise Normal Episode of the Show. We'll find out next time. In the meantime, you can check out the blog and podcast at www.radiodramarevival.com. You can download all the previous episodes there, subscribe to the podcast, read up on audio theater news, reviews, and discussion. You can also find us on the iTunes store by doing a search for Radio Drama Revival. Till next time, uh, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.